Rifling through those long boxes and bagging those books. Welcome to your home for Star Wars comics. This is the Cosmic Force Podcast. A Utini Podcast Network production. And now, here are your hosts, Tyler Reganti, Emma Park, Caleb Lamanek, and Jacob Bosch. Hello and welcome to the first ever The Comic Force, The Cosmic Force, the latest edition to the Utini Podcast Network. Thank you guys for being here tonight. My name is Tyler Reganti and I will be one of your hosts each and every Wednesday night right here on the Utini YouTube page. Uh, but I'm not the only host of the Star Wars comic show, uh, so let me introduce you to the rest of the team here on the Cosmic Force, and I'll start with somebody you may recognize if you spent some time watching our amazing YouTube content, uh, and that's Emma Park. Emma, how's it going tonight? Hey, Tyler. Hey, everybody. I am so, so excited uh, for the show to start. It feels like a long time in the making, but we are here, and it feels crazy. So, yeah, welcome, everybody. All right, yes, and our, uh, our our third host that we have tonight is Caleb Laminick. Caleb, how are we feeling tonight? I'm feeling really good. I'm excited to be here. Um, I'm kind of a newer face here. I'm a staff writer here on the Utini site, so I'm excited to really get into this uh, whole situation and really get talk some deep lore about comics, really get into this. So let's uh, let's have a good first episode and many more to come. And uh, rounding out the crew tonight is our producer, uh, and, and that is Caleb Bosch. Caleb, our <laughs> no, Jacob no, You're Bosch. so close. <laughs> I'm so close. Uh, Jacob, how are we doing tonight? Uh, pretty good, pretty good. Everything seems to work so far, knocking on my desk. And uh, yeah, let's just hope it stays that way. I'm, uh, I'm excited to talk about comics with everyone. So, so it's been a working. long time coming. Everything is working except my ability to read. So, so far we're, on a, we're, we're off to a good start. Um, but we are part of the newly announced Utini Podcast Network, which is home to the Utini family of shows created and produced by Utini staff members that fulfills Utini's overarching mission of guiding Star Wars fans through the Star Wars universe. For those who don't know, Utini is a community of positive fans that share our love for the greater Star Wars universe. If you love Star Wars and you've been looking for a community of people to share that love with in a positive way, well, Chewy, you're home. You can find uh, the link to our Discord server in the show notes and in the chat, uh, where we will have a community that's approaching almost a thousand members now. Um, and if you like what you see, you can and you want to say thanks, head over to our Patreon page at Patreon.com/Utini, where for as little as five dollars a month, you can gain exclusive access to the entire Utini podcast network of shows, as well as exclusive merch and community uh, involvement uh, activities. As I said at the top of the show, we are going to be a weekly podcast and show broadcasting live right here on YouTube.com slash Utini every Wednesday night at 8 o'clock. If you can't join us live, that's okay. All of our videos will be available on the YouTube channel, and we will soon be available on all of your favorite podcasting platforms. So keep an eye out uh, in the Discord, and uh, we'll let you know as soon as we have all those things finalized. But uh, I want to go ahead and get right into it. You know, this is something that we have been... Um, the practicing for and, and preparing for for a very long time uh and it kind of really started um with a with, with a simple question um you know why should we be doing this so so jacob um outside of the obvious um why did we decide to start the show well for me it was you know Corey came to me and we were talking about what i would do at utini i just started back in january 
Uh, and you know, he said we, you know, we're looking for some comics coverage. We have the big shows, The Living Force, covering mostly canon books. We have Legends Look Back, covering mostly Legends books. But we don't really have anything to cover comics. So, you know, that's something we really wanted to cover here. We want it was a big blind spot that we just hadn't been giving enough attention to. So, figured why not make a show out of it? So that's why we're here. There are so many amazing stories in Star Wars comics right now, and uh, we'd love to share it with you and uh, help you get into comics. We know it can be an intimidating world to get into. Um, There's a lot out there. There's like 500 issues of Marvel canon comics, uh, and it's hard to know where to start. Uh, But hopefully, we'll be able to help you with that and uh, get you going. I know that, Caleb, I know when we were talking, uh, you know, in these last couple of weeks, I know that one of the things that you were really excited about was uh, the the characters that that we have known in the comics, but that uh, some of the people who, who aren't, aren't as familiar with the comics really get to know. So we want to talk about that. that, that oh, absolutely. Moment. You know, uh, we often talked a lot about in like pre-shows and as we're, you know, getting together and first doing this, you know, when we see Luke Skywalker on screen, he has, you know, four or five hours of screen time in the movies. And that's a lot for a character. But we have literally hundreds of issues of comics of him, you know, being a protagonist and, you know, struggling and growing in that sort of sense. So having like another medium to explore these famous characters that we know, it's amazing. You know, and then after that, of course, we have a large amount of unique characters to the comics. Our favorite, of course, being Dr. Afrin. We'll be talking more about them later on down a show, but we're really excited about comics, um you know, expanding the EU in a very accessible way. So, you know, that's what we want to do is we want to talk comics, we want to talk characters, and we also want to talk creators. So, you know, you might be wondering, what can you expect from the show? What does a show of the Cosmic Force look like? So let's kind of take a thousand foot view, big overall look here. So first things first, we are going to talk about comics news. Uh, we'll be going over the, what's the new announcements are. We're going to be talking about what came out this week in comics. Uh, kind of a general overview. We're not going to be going into nitty ditty, uh, gritty details. So you don't have to read every single comic as it's coming out to feel like you should be a part of the show. We want this show to be accessible and successful as possible. So, you know, we're not going to be doing spoiler talk immediately for comics. Any spoilers we'll be discussing will be in a delayed format, usually about three to four months after publication. So don't worry about that. You know, we're also going to be doing deep dives into artists and series and volumes. You know, we want to spotlight creators. We want to talk about the writers and the um and the pencilers and the inkers and just really talk about who makes this comics. Because comics are a very small production, as weird as it might sound. There's not a ton of people that you know, work per comic. So it's easy for us to pull out, ooh, this is my favorite artist, and then do a deep dive throughout the rest of their comics. So that's what we want to do. And of course, one thing that we want to do for all our Utini podcasts here is we want to be interactive. We want you, the listener, to be able to participate, read along with us. So tweet at us, you know, leave comments in that YouTube section. We're at Cosmic Force Show. You know, we want you to send your favorite artwork of the week and send that to us. We'll be having the sections where we'll be talking about that. And if you have any questions about comics in general, in detail at all, leave them in the comments right now. We want to be addressing that at the end of the show. So start putting your comments in there. We'll be picking out the best ones and answering them a little later on. All right. Yeah, that you know, there, there's a lot to cover. And, and, and for those of you who aren't used to 
to comics and, and might be a little bit new, we're, we're going to make sure that we, we cover everything in a, in a really easy and, 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 and understandable way. But we also don't want to ignore some of the, you know, some of the people that, that might be a little bit more familiar. So there might be some terms that you'll, you'll hear us say or, 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 or some things that, uh, that are really going to make sure that we speak to you because we want comics are, comics are fun. Comics are easy. Comics are, are, are very easy to digest and they're short. And so we want to make sure that we are, are, are making ourselves available to, to everybody. So the more people that, that are able to get into comics the more they're going to enjoy uh you know the the universe that, that there is and uh and so we're going to go ahead and and move on to our our first segment of the night and that's our weekly pull list and that's what's jacob's going to kind of go over all the things that we are that is available that came out today as as new comic book day uh so jacob what do we have this week yeah so we have two new comic books today uh again for newer newer comic readers Marvel and IDW put out their books on Wednesday, and that's who does Star Wars. So the first one is Star Wars The High Republic, issue number four, uh, There Is No Fear, chapter four. Uh, the writer is Kevin Scott. Pencils are by Ario Anandito. The cover is by Phil Noto. Inker is Michael or Mark Mor- uh, Morales. Uh, colorist is Annalisa Leone. And the letterer is Ariana Meyer. And then the second issue that came out today was the... High Republic Adventures number three with writer Daniel Jose Older and artist Harvey Tolabao. So both of these, again, we don't want to talk spoilers on a week-to-week basis, um, but I've read them both, and they are both very good. Uh, if, you, if you're if you into the High Republic, uh, I would definitely check these out. Uh, they are not the best issues to jump into first. Just go back to number one. We're not that far in, uh, but you can catch up, and they are, they're great stories. And uh, if you're into the High Republic... They have a lot of uh, story significance. It's not just you know, it's important to the overall the overall story. The uh, the Discord chat was was really active earlier today. Emma, did you see that earlier today uh, with all the news about uh, episode or issue four today? I did. Oh my gosh, issue four today was absolutely nuts. I was excited to read it this morning. Uh, and the uh, Higher Public Adventures number three was also very good. And uh, no spoilers, obviously, because it just came out today. But I will say that Yoda says something about uh, something like sweet pastries or something like that. And it was so funny. And I love that. So, yeah, everybody go check that out for sure. Yes. So pick those up today. We are actually we'll tell you a little bit later today. If you're like I said, if you're new to, to, to comics, and you're wondering how to pick that up. Don't worry. We're going to tell you how, how, how to, do, to do that in just a second. Uh, but before we do, um, we're going to go into a, a, a next little summit that we're, we're calling What We're Loving. Um, and that's where we kind of decide um, a, a panel of the week or, or a piece of art uh, uh, of the week that, uh, that really called out to us. And uh, uh, I'm, I'm actually going to go first because this was something that uh, when, when, when we were kind of going over this and we, and we were to- told to pick a, a, a panel, uh, you can see it up on the, uh, on the screen right there. Uh, I was tell- telling the team here, like, this is what I envision the Utini community members uh, to be if they were written in comic form. Um, this is a, the last panel of Darth Vader number eight from 2017, and that's Charles Soul Run. Uh, it's penciled by Giuseppe Comboncoli. Um And I just love this because it's a everything of not only about Utini that, that that I that I envisioned but it's it's everything about comics that I love it's taking a very minor character in Jocasta New and giving her just this awesome awesome moment that we would have never seen uh had it not been for comics she gets what 
five seconds, you know, uh, one scene in in uh, in <laughs> the, the the movies, and and now she gets a whole arc in this in this comic. Um, so it's really it's really awesome, and and just her, and that's the grand. If you can't see, that's the grand inquisitor right there that she's uh, she's facing off against. It's it's a great scene, uh, and I and I just I just love everything about it. Uh, Emma, what's uh, what are you loving this week? Yeah, so first of all, love that art, love Joe Castaneda, uh, love that quote, so good. Uh, my art this week is from Darth Vader 2020, issue number four, um, with art by Raphael Yanko. And um, this was just like one of the coolest and mind-blowing moments that I've ever seen in comics, uh, getting together all of the handmaidens um, after Padme's death. And, you know, you have the sort of flashback version that's in kind of like a red hue, uh, and then the current day version. Uh, and left to right, we've got Irte, Rabe, Sabe, Sashe, and Dorme. Um, I know Eric was excited about this. I was excited about this. It's you, just you said the really, magic really words. cool stuff to see. Eric has appeared in the chat. You said the magic words. He has appeared it. in the you chat. You said handmaidens. <laughs> That's right. That's right. So yeah, this issue was it was amazing with the Amadalans and um, all of that great great stuff. If you haven't read it yet, absolutely go read it. Um, lots of good stuff in it. Uh, Caleb, how about you? We're continuing a theme here. This is uh, from Darth Vader. Uh, Dark Lord of Sith, issue number four. And on this one is, again, by Giuseppe Caminelli. Uh, I just love the kind of uh, display of skill as we're showing up and showcasing the villain, essentially, of this arc. Uh, the, you know, exiled Jedi Master was at Kareek uh, and Fala as he's sitting there training just constantly. As you see the little puzzle bot is like floating around him as he shows this extreme amount of skill as you know that Darth Vader's in for a for a hell of a time with this man and it's going to, and it was a really classic and great showdown I just I love it when an artist can do something like unique with something we've seen before several times but really upscale it and show it up in a lot better way so that's what you know struck out to me so uh, Jacob are you going to continue on with more uh, Darth Vader's talk um, no, no, I will not. Uh, but close. The Darth Darth Vader's biggest fan is up next. So this is <laughs> art from uh, Rise of Kylo Ren, issue number four, and the art is by Will Sliney. This is like the basically the very end of the miniseries. So sorry, spoilers, kind of. You all know where he ends up. Uh, but this is a great panel that I really liked. It's the end of the series. Uh, Ben's kind of undergone his whole transformation. And gone down this path, and at the very end of the series, to cap it off, he bleeds his kyber crystal, uh, and you kind of see like the echoes of all the all this, you know, friends on the light side basically uh, reflected there. So I really love this panel. Uh, overall, just like this whole miniseries has some great uh, art. So uh, this is just one of my favorite out of that. So yeah. absolutely. So, um, you know, again, this is going to be a weekly segment. We want to spend some time talking about what we've been reading and some of our favorite panels. So you've had a, if you had a panel that you read this week and thought, man, I'd love to share this, share it with us. Tweet at us at, again, at Cosmic Force Show, uh, and we could feature one of your panels that you picked out on the show right here with the rest of us. So we want to hear from you. We want to know what you're reading, what you're absorbing, what you love. So send us those uh, screenshots. Send us just those. You could just send us a page number and tell us what you want us to put up here. And if we like it, it will be here. And in, in right. case you need yes. some more... Oh, sorry. Yeah, so in case you need some more incentive, we, uh, we've been stockpiling some 
free digital codes for comic books. And uh, if you submit your favorite art, you may or may not be getting one of those in your inbox sometime soon. So just, yeah, send it out to us on Twitter. You can also send it to me on Discord personally, uh, if that's easier for you. I'll, it'll make its way on the show if you if you uh, send it in at some point. So, so in addition to uh, our, our panel of the week, uh, we're also kind of going to Talk, spend some time talking about uh, what we're reading. Uh, I, again, we're going to try to stay away from spoilers and make sure that anything that, that, that we're reading uh, uh, kind of gives an overview. We don't want to spoil anybody. We know that there are some people that might not be able to have gotten out to their, their, their comic book store or anything today. But uh, uh, I've, I've you know, been spending a lot of time with, with the, the, the three of you. Um, you know, we've kind of been going over, you know, lots of comic books and everything and i've so i haven't gotten caught up on everything but i'm really enjoying uh the mainline comic um again we'll talk that's going to be the the the, we'll talk about all the different titles that are going on right now um but the mainline comic is is really where i am 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 having the most most fun right now because it talks about all the characters out of that you know that we've grown up with the the lukes the leias the landos and that's that's a lot of fun um and i'm hoping by this weekend i'll be able to um the the latest uh, Darth Vader trade paperback is is I was finally able to find that because my local comic store was was out of it and, and I couldn't find it online, but I was able to finally track that down. So that's coming this weekend. So that's what I'm looking forward to. Emma, I know as of as of last week when we met, you had caught up on everything and you were putting all of us to shame. Uh, so I don't want to mean to put you on the spot there, but how, are you still uh, on top of all of the the active books? I am still caught up on everything. Um... I read the two new higher public comics uh, today and they were awesome. Uh, the other thing I've been reading this week, uh, I read Mace Windu Jedi of the Republic, uh, that trade paperback um, digitally though. I don't, I don't read physical comics. We'll talk about that later, but um, I read that and I was surprised at how much I really enjoyed it because I mean, there's a running joke with Utini, right? Like we don't like Mace Windu. He's kind of a jerk, right? Um, but I really, really enjoyed this comic. So if you see it and it kind of interests you with um, sort of the more prequel era stuff, um, don't don't sleep on it. It was um, it was way more enjoyable than I expected. So yeah, really good stuff. Caleb, how are you? I got a weird one here. Um, I was going for my local library and I found a collection of the original 1979 daily comic series, and this was done by. Um, you know, is starred by Russ Manning, who did a lot of like early Tarzan and uh, other daily sort of comics. And it's just wild to see this, you know, like the crazy like leaps of logic they're taking here. Because as a, it started even before the movie had come out, and they just casually name drop. Oh yeah, you know, Luke was born of, you know, what's this Jedi Master Tan Skywalker? They just invented <laughs> a name for his father just out of nowhere. It's just. It's fun. It's camp. It is campy. It's kind of you know day by day, but it's good to see where it started at. It's just kind of a fun read, and the art's still pretty good. You know, as he you know he hammered these out like one pan, like you know three four panels a day. So it's really impressive the sort of work that they put into this show. Oh, the 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 glory days of the pre Disney. You could do whatever you want. Wild Wild West Star Wars. Uh, let's let's see. We've covered. Uh, we we we've heard from Emma. We've heard from Caleb. We've heard from me. Jacob. That leaves you. What are you What are you reading right now? That, that does leave me. Uh, so I like Emma. Also read the High Republic stuff that came out today. I'm of course not caught up with everything. Uh, but I'll get there someday. Uh, you know, it's it's just I'll always be chasing that. Uh, but 
I got my Ep- Legends Epic Collection for Dark Empire uh, recently, so I've been catching up on that. I, I know the Legends Look Back crew, especially Meg, really loves that book, so I, th- I thought I'd give it a, a try, uh, and it's it's definitely different, but it's it's historic. It's important to Star Wars comics as a whole. So yes, that is that's what I've been reading as of late. Yeah, Dark Empire's like I'm starting to pick back up some of that, and I don't know, just like the watercolor artwork. If you haven't seen it, it's like one of the most unique things I've ever seen seen done in like a Star Wars visual medium. Yeah, the legends. There's so much content in the legends, and uh, you know that's that that's honestly it's one of the things that that I that I know that we talked about as 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 a as a subject that that we're going to eventually talk about is is all the different things that we could do with legends. Like Tyler said, we're going to talk a lot about comics today. Shocker, uh, and we want to let you guys know how to read comics, which sounds simple, but there there are a few different ways. Um, there are several ways you could consume comics. And I'm going to take the first one, which is physical comics. So I am a big proponent of local comic book stores. I also read digitally, uh, but I love to support a local business when I can. Uh, and a great way to do this is by buying locally. Uh, you can buy single issues. You can buy trade paperbacks. You can buy back issues at most stores. Uh, and the nicest thing you can do is set up a pull list. It helps you and it helps the store out quite a bit by know- letting them know what to expect every week. Uh, so you can just go in, you can call ahead and set up a poll list with your store. And a lot of times you can ask them about their policies. They'll include discounts or free bags and boards. So I think my, my current store, I think, has like a 10% discount. I've had places with like 30% discounts. Uh, so, yeah, I just went, went over to my store today. I picked up two issues of High Republic. They had them set behind the counter for me, so I never have to worry about them running out. And it's it's a really great way to, to get your books. Um, and... Another thing you can do that is less well known is if you talk to someone there, you can also set up a, a you can go ahead and pre-order a trade paperback. So if you know if you know like for instance the High Republic uh, collection is coming out in a few months, you can go to your counter say, hey, I want to just pre-order this, and they will have it just like your regular issues. They'll save behind the counter for you. You might get a discount. And uh, that's just another way that you can help support a local business. So if you don't know where to go to find a local comic book store i recommend comicshoplocator.com you just type in your zip code and you can see a full list uh just find someone that's like not a barnes and noble just look for like a real comic book store and it'll usually a good sign is if they support free comic book day uh that's usually a pretty good indicator and then also it goes without saying but try and find one that supports all fans uh it usually is not an issue of every single shop i've been to is very welcoming uh but make sure you find one that is uh right for you uh so i love comics bookstores and i would definitely recommend checking one out if you're trying to get into comics for the first time but i understand having a bunch of boxes of comics in your closet like me is not always feasible so emma what's another way people can read comics that's a little bit more accessible in that regard yeah, so my personal favorite way to read comics is digitally and specifically on Comixology. Um, so Comixology is an international platform to uh, buy comics. Um, they also have a subscription program called Comixology Unlimited. Um, it's US-only subscription service that grants access to most of their entire um, digital library. Um, they usually have 30-day free trials, and then it's $5.99 a month. 
Um, and the good thing about Comixology is that it's tied to your Amazon account, so it's very easy to set up. Um, you know, you can just use your Amazon account. You don't need to make a new account and remember another password. Um, all of your payment methods in, in Amazon uh, work for Comixology, so you don't have to do that either. Uh, you also get discounts for Marvel books uh, when you're part of the Unlimited program. Uh, and there is a three-month delay for new releases, so you don't get them right away if you're in the Unlimited program. Um, one way that I really like to read comics is subscribing to individual series. So what that does is it'll purchase the brand new issues the moment they come out and that'll uh, just appear in your library like right away. Um, like this, for example, this morning when the Higher Public uh, issue four came out, all I had to do was open up my Comixology app and because I was subscribed to the series, it automatically charged my account and it was right there in my library. So it's very convenient um, certainly not as cost efficient as uh, the Unlimited program, but if you don't want to wait that three months, um, then that's certainly a great way to go. Also, I mean, the benefit of digital comics is you don't have to find a place to store them, which is great. I mean, I think if, if you've uh, seen me in the Discord, you know that I'm a, a collector of Black Series and Funkos and you know Star Wars Legos and all that type of stuff. Uh, and books, of course. And the last thing I have room for is boxes of comics. So... That's another great benefit. Um, but there is another popular way to read these digitally. Caleb, can you tell people about uh, Marvel Unlimited? I'd love to talk about Marvel Unlimited. It's the superior way to read comics. <laughs> it's so good. It, it helps that Marvel is the one who's putting out pretty much all of the um, all the modern modern uh, Star Wars comics, with two exceptions from the IDW. Those don't appear there, but you still get a lot of like backlog not only of the you know some the ones from the previous generation from like 2015 2016 but even past that you can still get a lot of you know i think is um i haven't checked but is uh dark empire on on marvel unlimited yes See, yeah you ba that basically was almost everything legends is on there even dark horse Legends stuff is on there exactly so it's got a lot of dark horse uh, things it's kind of like a netflix sort of thing you can set it up for about you know 6.99 for a whole year's worth of comics they usually put it on some sort of sale so you can get a lot of comics plus not only is it star wars comics but you also have all access to the marvel side of things so if you're getting caught up on winter soldier and uh the falcon you really want to you know dive deep into all the captain america lord are doing there they already have like pre-made lists of all the stuff you can get caught up with on that marvel side so i think marvel unlimited is the easiest way to really get into this the ux the user interface is a little bit lacking sometimes but it's still a great way and easy way to get caught up and you know, invest into comics again they don't have all the modern and ones that come out immediately it's on a three month delay and that's how we're going to be talking about comics so you know, don't have to worry about buying your know, straight things to keep up with the show we'll be talking about at things as it comes out on a delay I see in the chat that we already have a convert uh, a converter over there, and Andrew is talking about how his trade paperback pile is already massive, but uh, we're convincing him to add comics. That that is the way to go, Andrew. Is is, is you have to get the individual comics along with the trade paperbacks. I, I definitely I want to echo Caleb's point. It's it is by far the cheapest way to read comics. Like I think someone did the math, and to get the trade paperbacks for every single issue of every canon Star Wars book was like thousands of dollars or something like that. Or you can just pay seventy bucks a year or sixty bucks a year if it's on sale, and read everything. Like, you know, it's gonna take you some time, but just the access to the pure back catalog and especially including Legends, we're not even talking about that right now. 
there's just so much you can get there for for that price tag i think it's unbeatable one thing i will mention um is that sometimes on uh may the 4th there'll be like a gigantic deal on star wars comics um on last may the 4th i bought every single canon comic uh that had been released at that time and i think i got it all of them for like 150 dollars or something like that um so sometimes you can get really really awesome deals if you do want to own them absolutely So, uh, Jacob, we, I think we were talking about uh, a little bit before the thing, like, uh, like, what is the best way to kind of, you know, talk about these sorts of things? Like, how are comics kind of put out into the world? Like, could you enlighten me, uh, a noob, kind of, when it comes to actually getting comics as it comes out? Yeah, so, I mean, we just covered some different ways you can read them. Uh, but, you know, how we're going to talk about them, every show will do a difference. Some literally just talk about every ep- every issue as it comes out every week, but that's not really going to be our thing. Uh, we'll have the weekly pull list, so you'll at least know what's coming to the, the shelves every week. Uh, but our coverage is going to be kind of based on your familiar Utini roundtable format. So just like the Living Force and just like Legends Look Back does, we will pick a trade paperback, which is a collection of usually around five to six issues. That's a complete arc, just like one complete story. And we will talk about that in a roundtable format. So we'll let you know which one in advance so you have time to read it and don't worry, Utini, or sorry, the Living Force takes a, uh, a month between the book release and the the roundtable, and that's because you know it takes a while to read a book, and not everyone has a lot of time. But comics, you can read them very quickly. Like you can read a trade paperback in one sitting, like absolutely no problem. So we're probably going to be shooting for more of a two week time frame from from release, uh, and, and go from there. So. We'll give you plenty of heads up about when it'll be coming out, and it'll have enough time with that delay because a trade paperback comes out a few months after the final issue. So let's say it's a trade paperback of issues one through six. It's a couple months after issue six comes out is when the trade paperback will come out. Uh, so you'll have time to catch it up on Marvel Unlimited or on Comixology Unlimited or however you plan on reading it. We'll have plenty of time uh, for you to read that before we talk about it. So, yeah, we'll have that familiar roundtable format, and uh, we'll give you a heads up so you have time to read that beforehand. Uh, but, yeah, we have that going on. That's how we'll be talking about comic books. But I think it's important you also know how a comic book is made. So, Caleb, you want to enlighten us on that? Uh, yeah, I can absolutely pick this up. Uh, comics are, you know, much like most medium. They're a collection of uh, artists and writers as they come together to create a sort of thing. So, you know, there's... You know, whenever you open up a comic, there's usually a list of like six or eight people that you quickly blaze through because you're ready to get to the action, the good pits. But we here want to take some time to slow down and you know, acknowledge that, you know, you know, kind of key players here. Of course, there's the writers like Charles Soule for the um, Darth Vader you know, series that we've been gushing over. And writers are pretty obvious. They're the ones who kind of make the whole system there. They talk about... Uh, dialogue and overarching story and beats and you know what happens issue by issue and you know they work very closely with the uh, artist and that's kind of the bread and butter the artists are the ones who you know go through and digitalize the um assets they kind of pose characters so you know we want to make take some time to really focus in on the artists and the inkers because that's where the character of the comic really comes through you know dialogue makes up maybe like 
half of what make of the uh, comic reading experience. So we really want to take a lot of time to, you know, focus in on inkers and all like that. So, um, you know, we want to make sure that we have that lined up. Um, you know, we do, as I said, we do have a, um, you know, one of the better ways we want to do this is we'll make sure we have a code. We have a code here to uh, give away uh, a free comic here. So in the best way to get this comic, as we mentioned earlier, was, uh, you know, uh, make sure you leave us a question here. And the best question that that we have at the end of the night, you're going to get that free comic. Is it like a free code for any comic they want or sort for a specific comic out there? We have, we have a a, oh, a series of, of codes that we've got. And thanks to some of us that are uh, local or support our physical comic uh, books that uh, that I've that I've had or, or some of the namely Jared has has given us quite a bit of comics. Uh, so we'll uh, we'll we'll make sure when we uh, when we reach out to the person, uh, we'll make sure that we have a code that, that we have for them. Uh, a lot of it has to do with the High Republic. So if you haven't gotten caught up on any of the High Republic, or if you're missing a High, uh, a High Republic book, make sure you you leave us a, a question uh, because uh, we might just have a uh, have a, have a code for you. Um, so we've kind of talked about who makes up a comic. We've kind of talked we we've talked about wh- how we're going to cover the comics, but let's let, let's let's really get into it now. Like you know, we we're, we're we're here about Star Wars and we're here about Star Wars comics, and and start there are actually a lot of current titles that are that are currently being published every week we talked about the two high republic at the at, at the top of the show in the weekly pull list but there are actually seven different titles that are that are current right now um emma i'm going to turn it over to you for a minute and and i'm going to get, let you talk about uh probably the one that is the most newsworthy right now and that's the that's the high republic yeah, so the High Republic has been getting a ton of attention on social media, rightfully so. Um, there's two absolutely amazing titles going right now. Uh, one, The High Republic, uh, which is written by Kevin Scott, which we all know and love, um, with art by Mark Morales. And uh, it's just a really awesome series. It's hard for me to speak about this without saying anything from the awesome issue today. Um, but it focuses on Jedi uh, Skier, the Trandoshan, uh, who we saw in Light of the Jedi, and his Padawan, Keeve Trennis. And I think, honestly, the coolest part about this series for me is just being able to see um, a lot of the things that we've heard about in the books um, seeing that actually drawn on a page, um, seeing the interior of Starlight Beacon and um, seeing Avar Chris like in action. It's, it's very, very cool um, and ties into the books really, really well. Now, Emma, I do uh, have a quick yeah. question. What about those who have not read the book, the you know, Live to Jedi? For one, you should. It's an amazing book. But for two, yes. if you're just looking for an easy way to get into the High Republic, would you recommend starting with issue number one? I would. I would say that, you know, it definitely adds more to it if you've read Light of the Jedi and the other High Republic books. However, I, I wouldn't say that it's uh, a prerequisite to reading it. Um, it's pretty easy to just jump into. Um, so, yeah, I, I would say it's not it's not required reading before. Um, certainly helpful. Uh, but either way, I mean, the characters in these comics, they kind of speak for their own um, in, in the issues themselves. Uh, but, yeah, that was that was a great thing to bring up. It definitely gives context, but you can yeah. uh, of of the galaxy events. But you can read the comic. You can read the High Republic 
without reading Light of Jedi and still understand what's going on in the comic. There might be some sure. things that are going on in the from a, a general galaxy wide view that might you might have a look, have a couple of questions on, but you can enjoy seeing a Trandoshan uh, Jedi all on your own just in this comic, and I, I, that's that's the thing that, that that excites me the most. I, I mean, that's you, you you don't you don't who would have ever thought you know before the High Republic we'd have the words Trandoshan Jedi in the same sentence. I mean, that is just it, it's amazing. The story is, is amazing. Um, Controversial and, opinion here. I think Trandoshans are way cooler than Wookies. that is a hot take that is a hot take i actually just got finished reading uh the um from a certain point of view of uh empire strikes back and there's like there's a couple of of stories in there that that touch on that that's that that's a very hot topic that is going on in, in in multiple different different mediums um so we've we've talked about the High Republic, but but Emma mentioned that there is a, there's a second uh, title for for the High Republic called the High Republic Adventures. Jacob, why don't you 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 give us a little rundown on on what that entails? Yeah, so I got my copy right here uh, for this week's issue. But the High Republic Adventures, it's by IDW, which the Adventures line is generally a, a bit more uh, younger reader focused. But like we we like to say, Utini, that just because a book has a YA label slapped on it doesn't mean you can't enjoy it. There are some great great literature in the ya and the junior reader categories for star wars and this comic book is the same as that so it has writer daniel jose older and artist harvey tolabau and it is it's honestly i've been enjoying it i mean i really like the high republic and i don't want to take anything away with it from it but i think i've been liking the high republic adventures more so far um it's been a great story yoda it does feature yoda where it all starts right there and uh, it's uh, so it, basically the premise is Yoda is going around with what basically it's described as a gap year with a bunch of Padawans away from the temple on a ship and kind of flying around having adventures. And it's it's been a great story so far. And the wild thing is it's had some pretty large implications on the whole like High Republic plot as a uh, like in general very soon or like very early on like. I think issue two had something like teased that was a big plot point. I won't spoil it what it is, but I was like, I did not expect to see this in High Republic Adventures of all places. And if you know, you know, it, it was wild. I like, I've been really, really enjoying this book so far, and I didn't expect to as much as I did, uh, which I, and I should have seen it coming. I loved The Test of Courage. I loved Into the Dark, uh, but this has been, this has been great so far, and I definitely would recommend people checking it out. Absolutely. So that's what's kind of been going on in the High Republic. But for those of you who aren't caught up on that new timeline, you're wondering what's the comics that are coming out right now. And right now we're kind of in a post-Empire Strikes Back series. You know, if you were paying attention, they kind of rebooted all the comics, you know, uh, about 2015, 2016. And those all kind of kicked started with like a new Star Wars mainline, uh, Dr. Aphra, um, Darth Vader, all those can't kicked off right after what happened from uh, A New Hope. So all those kind of went over the couple years that happened between that one and the next movie in Empire Strikes Back. So right now we're going through um, all these new issues are kind of like episode 10, issue 9, you know, lower numbers, uh, but a lot of them are continuations on what happened there. So everything here is kind of post-Empire Strikes Back, and the one that I am really enjoy 
so far is the uh, Darth Vader series, and that's by uh, Greg Pak and Niraj Manon. Darth Vader, I think, has the strongest showing in comics. I think, you know, this series, the Dark Lord of Sith, the 2015 version, really highlight the character and some of the best work they've ever done. So Darth Vader, uh, this current one, deals with after he chopped off Luke's hand, after he revealed himself as his father, but was rejected. So he's channeling all of that even more focused rage on finding all the people who made his son weak. So he's tracking down, trying to find out, why did my son say no to me? Why is my son such a goody two-shoe? So he's tracking down, you know, anyone who knew Luke and as a youth and was just absolutely destroying them, wrecking them, just a real dark ball of Sith energy as he wrecks across the galaxy. Some some really good moments. Uh, Darth Vader, always a good showing. Yeah, and and you know the 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 other half of that relationship um, kind of leads into to uh, the the t- title that I'm going to talk about. And that's the Star Wars mainline, um, and it's 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 by far my favorite so far uh, because when we leave, you know, Empire Strikes Back is is arguably the the mo- the, the the most favorite movie and you know uh, of of the Skywalker Skywalker saga, and and I think that's a, that has a lot to do with the fact that they. Our, our heroes lose, you know, ha, ha, uh, the, the, the rebel feet fleet has been scattered since Hoth. Um, Han Solo is frozen in carbonite and is wait and is going to be delivered to, to Jabba via Boba Fett. Luke Skywalker has just found out about, you know, that, that he's, his mentor lied to him and, and not only has he lied to him, but his father is the second most evil person in, in, in the world, uh, or in the galaxy. And that's, but and we get to see that we get to see there's there's so much you know it's it's written by Charles Soule so of course the story is amazing, um, but but the the other creators behind it are Jesus Saiz and and Raymond Rosanas and the artwork in these in in this in this story is is so amazing there are there's there's so much emotion in in these characters uh, and and I just I just absolutely love it I really can't wait till we get to talk about it because you know there's 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 panels of Leia and 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 the power that she shows and yet the the emotion that you know when she's talking with Luke and then she has to turn right around and and, and lead the rebel forces and, and give them a pep talk it's just the art is 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 really is really outstanding in that in, in that one um so it picks up, like I said, like you know, right after the end of Empire Strikes Back, and 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 will probably fill in, leading into to um, Return of the Jedi. Um, but it's a really, it's a really for if if you're looking for something that you're comfortable with, you know, this is definitely something that I would that that I would suggest because you know these characters, you know the backstory of what they're going through, uh, and it and it really gives you an opportunity to kind of kind of a, a, a nice foundation to kind of build upon. Yeah, I, this has definitely been, other than the High Republic uh, comics, this has been my favorite uh, current series. Um, and honestly, I think one of my favorite parts, which I didn't expect this, uh, one of my favorite uh, aspects to this series is just seeing the relationship between Leia and Lando and how mm-hmm. they're like really untrusting of each other um, at first. Because, I mean, you kind of look at um, uh, Return of the Jedi and you're like, well, you know, Lando's a general. You know, right. how, how did that happen? I mean, he was going from setting them up, uh, you know, for sabotage with Darth Vader to, 
uh, all of a sudden being a general in, in the rebellion. How did that happen? And and this comic definitely shows a lot of that relationship. And it really takes the time. I mean, it, it, it yeah. starts early off where Leia does not trust him at all. Yeah. Uh, um, and, and, you know, over time, we'll really see how that. But that's yeah, that's a great point. That's another. Leia is such an awesome character just in general. Oh, but yeah. in this book, she really, really shines. And I think that's that's probably my favorite. Anytime that she's in, in, in a panel, I think I get most excited because she is just the way that Charles Soule writes her and the way that that the creative uh, artists draw her is it's 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 so awesome. Nice. Totally agree. So, yeah. Caleb, uh, talk to us a little bit. You know, we our, our our hero, you know, Han Solo, has that 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 memorable line before he gets frozen in uh, in carbonite, and then he gets taken off by Boba Fett. Um, talk to me a little bit about uh, one of the uh, current lines, uh, the Star Wars bounty hunter line. Must I? <laughs> no, uh, yes, it, absolutely. Is, it is a current line. So yes, yes but we, bounty uh, Star we, Wars we will cover it. Star Wars bounty hunters. It's uh, written by Ethan Sachs and art by uh, Paolo Valentini and Arif uh, Prinatano. Star Wars bounty hunters follows the main character is actually a Barrelet Valance. He's a you know a droid you know half you know android half human half uh, mechanical uh, bounty hunter and it was, it's cool because he was originally introduced in the. Marvel run of comics after the movie came out in the 79s and 80s and so it's it's cool that they're doing this a great thing of like reintroducing old school characters that first appeared in those early comics and re-upping him for the modern era um even though they're not really e-upping re-upping up it's the series is definitely taking a lot of cues story-wise beat-wise by a lot of that old 80s kind of hard punk ultra-violent sort of action romp sort of thing it's it's definitely very old school, and it's definitely probably the weakest of the current showings, I'm going to say. I've read up, you know, the first story arc, and there's some issues with it. Obviously, if you're a completionist, you know, you might want to try it, checking out, but mostly it's probably... It, there's a big crossover event that I'm sure we'll be covering very soon called the War of the Bounty Hunters, which will be happening this summer. So that's going to be kind of focusing in on the Bounty Hunters. So we'll be seeing a lot more of the side characters of like Bosk and Dingar and Boba Fett. So that could be really good. But for right now, there are better comics for you to be reading. Yeah, we 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 like to stay as positive as we can, but there are some things that weren't weren't our favorite in that line so we're probably gonna be focusing less on there, there's so much to talk about trust me between darth vader and star wars and high republic and dr afra we'll we'll be more than busy uh so you know that's that i next we got is dr afra so this is the second uh run of dr afra written by Alyssa wong with art by um marika cresta and rochelle rosenberg it's I mean, what more can I say than it's more Afra? I mean, if, if you if you haven't checked her out much, I would definitely I would recommend starting with the audio drama uh, by Sarah Kuhn that just it, well, it came out last year. The script book came out yesterday. Uh, it, it's very fun. It's it's pretty a pretty faithful adaptation of her original appearance in Darth Vader 2015, and her it pulls also a little bit from her original uh, run. She is so fun. It's chaotic in a way that is so antithetical to the rest of the Star Wars story right now. It's it's just such a breath of fresh air where you got, you know, you have the ultra serious like Star Wars mainline. We're trying to 
you know, save the rebellion after they've been crushed. We've got Darth Vader doing Darth Vader Sith stuff. And then you have Dr. Aphra just like running all over the galaxy, stealing ancient artifacts, um, going after uh, High Republic era technology, uh, and all with Sonastaros currently by her side. It's it's a lot of fun. It, yeah, it brings just a certain energy to Star Wars that I think is very needed. Uh, and I definitely would recommend it if you haven't checked it out already. Absolutely. I'm going through the uh, 2016 uh, run of Afro. I think that's some of the most fun I've had reading modern comic books, modern Western comic books in a long time. There's just the humor is on point. The action is good. And as weird as it sounds, you know, she's a comic book character. So the stakes are a lot higher because we know that Luke and Darth Vader are going to survive at the end. We know Afro's probably going to survive, but we know there's a lot more leeway with the artists and the writers of what terrible things they can put in front of the character. Yeah. And another thing that's important to mention is um, Dr. Afra brought a lot of representation to Star Wars. She yes. was the one of the first... I mean, we... I think the franchise as a whole has done a much better job, in the, especially in the past like two years with this, but she was one of the first LGBTQ characters to really have a big spotlight in the series. Uh, they won the GLAAD Award for the 2016 comic series for like the best LGBTQ character in comic books. Uh, it's a fantastic telling of this character and, and of, you know, the unique scenario she she's in and it, it's a great place for people of that community and you know allies to see someone like that in star wars uh it it, you know she's unabashedly herself and uh, it's a great addition to the character i want to take a moment to to talk about the there's a good question in the chat from amy uh for comic book noobs crossover event um and she wants to kind of have us explain a little bit of what that is so Right, all of these titles, you, you know, you've got the 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 two High Republic books, and you've got these the, these four. There's there's still a fifth one that we'll that we'll get to in a second. They all run at the same time, but they're all independent of each other. There, you might see a character pop over now and then, but but you can read the Star Wars mainline comic, and you can if you only want to want to read one, and you're only reading Star Wars mainline, you're going to be able to get a full story by that, and and not and not have any have have any problems. For a crossover event, that is going to take do, Jacob. Do we know how many of the how many of the titles are going to be uh, a part of this? Uh, all of them. All of the non High Republic uh, Marvel lines are going to be a part of it. So Vader, Star Wars, Afra, Bounty Hunters are all going to feed into this. Right. Okay. So what that is for a crossover event, that story will include all of those titles. So you that. A lot, a lot, what a lot of times they what they'll do this is so it'll introduce you, it'll give you an opportunity to introduce you to some of the other characters, uh, other comic lines. So there might be you might see Boba Fett doing something in uh, the, the the bounty hunters line, and he might the that story might be continued in the mainline comic where Boba Fett, with everything that was going on from that first story will be brought into that issue of the Star Wars mainline. So great question from, from Amy. Um, I just I wanted to make sure that we addressed that before it got too far up because uh, that's definitely uh, something for, for, for those of you guys that, that aren't that are still a little bit new for comics. That's that that was that was a great question. So th- thank you, Amy. Um, so Emma, I'm going to toss it back to you uh, to kind of talk about this uh, this 
different. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna leave it as different uh, title that we're that we're gonna talk about here. Lastly, here. Yeah, so Marvel is not the only publisher that produces Star Wars comics. Um, IDW also produces Star Wars comics, and these ones, uh, they're called Star Wars Adventures, and they're kind of geared more towards kids, but, I mean, like we mentioned before, uh, that should absolutely not stop you from from reading them. They're uh, very high-quality stories um, and very high-quality uh, comics, uh, just like the Higher Public Adventures from IDW. Very great comic, and, and these are no different. Um so these are written by Michael Marici, Katie Cook, and Sam Maggs, among others. Um, it's an anthology series that has focused on sequel trilogy characters um, like Poe, Finn, and Rey. Uh, and upcoming issues will focus on the prequel trilogy, specifically Padme and Anakin, um, with more issues later focusing on the original trilogy, specifically Luke and Leia. Uh, and they usually have two stories in each book. So yeah, these are great ways to sort of spend more time with characters that maybe we're kind of missing. I mean, the sequel trilogy is over and you want to spend more time with Finn, Poe, and Rey. Um, this is a great way to do it. Um, great stories. Uh, probably not uh, not focused on as much as the Marvel comics just because of, of who they're, they're geared to, um, but they're still very great. Yeah, for a long time, Marvel, or excuse me, Star Wars comics were published by Dark Horse, which is which is is kind of the the stepchild in the comic world. You know, you've always had Marvel, you've always had DC, uh, and for a very long time, Star Wars was was featured was published by Dark Horse. So we want to make sure that it, even though it's not necessarily connected to any of the other titles that we talked about, we want to make sure we give IDW their 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 recognition. Uh, make sure we su- we support them because um, you know, in addition. IDW doesn't just print out, uh, you know, Star Wars comics, and and that's something that that we want to make sure that 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 you guys that you guys get. You know, um, we want you to, to to obviously read the Star Wars comics, but if you find an artist or if you find a a writer that you that you really enjoyed their Star Wars, uh, you know, line. We encourage you, and, and, and some of the content that's going to come out, it, we're going to encourage you to f- go find those artists. Go find their other Marvel works. Go find their, you know, their other, you know, uh, IDW or, or Dark Horse or, or, or DC works. Um, you know, comics is a huge world, uh, and, and, and it's, it's, it can be a little overwhelming with, with everything, all the books that we have coming out and all the comics that there is to get caught up with. But uh, it's, we really want to make sure that, that we put – we all know the Charles Souls and we all know the Kevin Scotts, but we want to make sure that, that you know – um, you know, the artists along, you know, alongside those, because they're, they're as important as, as, as the story writers don't, you know, uh, Kayla, what are your thoughts? Oh, absolutely. As I've already said, like writing and a dialogue makes up like half of what a comic book is about. And I'm slowly kind of retraining it because I'm this sort of person who's used to just like rereading like all the dialogue and then going through. I'm starting to try to switch that around. I'm trying to look at the panel first, see what it's trying to explain, and then reading the dialogue. And that's making me appreciate it a lot more. It's making me slow down and noticing the details that they're putting it in. Like, Tyler, I think you mentioned a while ago that you, when you get a new comic, you like to read it twice, right? Yeah, that's that's why I love getting the physical copy because I do every single com- every single new book I read it twice. I read it. I, re- I go through the first time uh, and I read the story. I, I, I read the dialogue and, and I pay attention to what's going on in the story. And as soon as I get finished with that, I 
flip back back to the cover and I take take a minute and I just and I really look at each each panel because there's so much going on. There's so much. There are a couple of things. There there are Easter eggs from other books. There's there's I, items that you that they're not a part of the story. They're but they're they're in the setting. And if all you're doing is reading the actual story, you're never going to see that. And you're never going to fully appreciate that. Charles, you know, Charles would, would be proud to, to know of all the Easter eggs uh, that we're going to that we're going to uncover in these uh, these comic books, because there's so many things that that are really put into in, into the panels that it's 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 a it's really fun. And and uh, the, the art, some of the art is just is just fantastic. Absolutely. So um how about this? Let's let's since we've talked about everything that's that's happening uh, right now currently with Star Wars comics, I'm really interested to know uh, what everybody is most excited to read. I'm all caught up on everything, but I'm really interested to know what are you guys most excited to get into? Jacob, how about you? I think personally, out of the the main series, I, I'm obviously excited for the High Republic stuff. So I'm not going to talk about that. Is I'm really excited to read Darth Vader eventually. Um, I've been seeing like people posting on Reddit about some of the things that have been happening in that series with like the implications with like Ochi and um, Exegol and all this stuff going on there. I mean, it's definitely got my attention. I like, I'm really excited to eventually catch up with that uh, and see where all of that goes. Cause I, I think there are a lot, a lot of interesting plot threads left in the sequel trilogy that I would like to see where those could, could lead to. So I think that's probably my most exciting book right now. Yeah, for sure. I have to agree with you there. I'm, I'm really excited to see where Darth Vader goes next. Caleb, how about you? Dr. Afra, 100%. As I said, I'm reading her 2016 series. I'm going through that. And that's probably, like, it's just really amazing. So I can't wait to get cut, read, read through all that and then get caught up with the uh, new uh, 2020 version of that and just, you know, kind of getting a deep dive, getting, like, the tattoos on my body. Like, I'm, I'm all for Dr. Afra. So that's the one that I am most eagerly anticipating i'm not there yet i'm about halfway through the current or the old series but i'll be getting there very soon tyler what are you reading well i'm enjoying the main line but the thing that i am most excited about seeing and 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 where it's going to go is i have to go with the high republic um as much for what the stories are going to entail in the comic but and 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 the living force has kind of has kind of touched on this a little bit. We've never seen a multi-front publishing strategy before, and and the way that they have been able to to weave in things from Into the Dark into the comic, or in, you know the characters from Light of the Jedi into the comic, I, I I'm just I'm I'm fascinated with their ability to kind of put all their 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 they're playing chess when the rest of us are used to playing checkers you know they they have all these pieces in play and and it's just it's amazing how they're able to tell this this story and and have each of them affect affect the other stories but not so much to where it's like oh i really want to go read this but if i haven't i'm not losing out on anything and i i just i bravo to everybody from project luminous because it's been such a good time from everything that i've read so far so um that's definitely something I cannot wait to see how that how that continues. Yeah, totally agree. Um, so, do we want to dive into some Q and A? I think we've got a few questions from some folks in the chat. Um, 
let's start with this question from uh, uh, Cad Ben uh, earlier in, in the chat. Um, he asks about uh, trade paperbacks uh, and their release schedule with um, Marvel Unlimited. Um, and so correct me if I'm wrong for those, uh, I think, Caleb, you use Marvel Unlimited. I believe it's two to three months uh, after the trade paperback releases um, to the public. That's when it hits Marvel Unlimited. I Am I correct in that? Three months, yes. Uh, three yes. Months. Yeah. So it's three months after the issue. And then the trade paperback will come out usually two to three months after the final issue comes out in, in a run. So it'll be cutting it kind of close on that last issue if that'll be on Marvel Unlimited before the round table you know we'll, we'll make sure as much people can have the opportunity to read it as possible uh it just kind of depends on what the publishing cycle looks like which of course has been a little crazy with covid and everything with all the delays but yeah it's it's usually right around the same time that the final issue hits marvel unlimited is when the trade paperback will be coming out Awesome. So we got a, a question from Amy in the chat. Um, she says, uh, the film novelizations are pretty popular and enhance the movies. Are the graphic novel adaptations also good? I've read some Star Wars comics, but none of uh, the graphic novel adaptations. Um, so I can speak to this. Uh, I've read, um, I think, at least episodes one through six of the graphic novel adaptations. And yes, they are very, very good. Um they they are basically the same as as the movie. They don't add uh, as much as film novelizations, I would say. Um, however, the art in them is absolutely gorgeous, and and it's worth it just for that. Honestly, um, has anybody else read uh, any of the adaptations? Yeah. So you're talking about the IDW ones, right? Because that I was talking about the the Marvel, um, like the Marvel um, graphic novels. Uh, that ad uh, adapt the movies okay yeah because i know idw has done like their own junior novelization graphic novel thing for all of the movies i've personally read the marvel miniseries for F the force awakens yeah i agree it's it's pretty much kind of just the movie over again so i it you know it's very cool to see it um but i was my favorite what i do really like though is a lot of t the times when the movies comes out there will be lots of kind of like one shot or mini series tie-ins to the movies so like they'll have like the journey to the force awakens or you know the last jedi tie-in so there's a phasma tie-in little mini series for with like that came after the force awakens and that was really cool so like mm. i would personally look for those more because yeah i don't think the 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 comics are really just more just a straight adaptation uh, but I would look more at the uh, the sort of tie-ins to if you're trying to enhance that experience personally. Yeah, I wouldn't. I, I was was gonna say that if you're if if there's a particular movie that you absolutely love, if you if if you love The Force Awakens and you want to see your favorite movie in a, in a in a different light, that's what that's how I would go into those. Uh, I wouldn't be I, I wouldn't be going into that expecting some. You know the way that Ray Carson expanded upon uh, the Rise of Skywalker with her novelization and added different things that we didn't see in the movie. I wouldn't. I wouldn't expect that. But if you just want to see something, see some amazing artists kind of covers one of you know something that that you are really passionate about and a, and a movie that you were you know that much more in love with compared to some of the others. That's that you, you just got to make sure that you know what you're getting into when when you're reading those. Absolutely. Uh, we do have another question here in the chat um, uh, from uh, Amy again. She's asking if we have a going to be doing a foundational five. And I can say yes. 
same bat time, same bat channel next week. <laughs> yeah, we, we, we've been working a lot on that, trying to do some comic written content in addition to, of course, the show. And uh, I think we have a good set of comic books uh, lined up for you guys uh, that will, it doesn't matter if you're a newbie or a veteran, I think everyone can enjoy these comic books regardless of where you're coming from. So we're really excited to share that with you. Uh, putting a lot of work to that. Uh, I think one of the things we identified really quickly was anytime someone came into the Discord asking for a book recommendation, there was like five people instantly being like, you should read Lost Stars or you should read Earth of the Empire and like just like spitting out the foundational five books like very quickly. And uh, we wanted to have that sort of rec- like name recognition with the comic books. So I think that's that's what we tried to do here. So, you know, hopefully in like two or three months when someone new comes in Discord and they're asking how to read Star Wars comic books, you can tell them this book. And like, this is the one you should read. You start here and, and you know, that's that's going to be a great place to go. So, I uh, yeah, we're really excited to share that next week for our, our main show topic. You, you bring up Lost Stars and then that's going to lead in. That's a great lead into our, our last question here. Um, and that's, will you guys cover any of the Star Wars manga specifically? Uh, specifically that the the upcoming high republic um and that's from from chirps in the chat um short answer to that is yes uh the 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 long answer to that is there's a lot of content that we want to cover uh and that we're going to be covering so we haven't thought that far ahead yet as far as where we're going to cover it but yes absolutely we will be covering the mangas um have any of you guys read any of the mangas i know there's i know there's a leo one out that that is really um noteworthy i know the lost stars one has has caught a lot of people's attention has any of you have any of you guys read the mangas i haven't no. but it, that's definitely high on my list because i'd really love to see the art uh of like thane and sienna and and how the artists sort of pictured them uh, because Lost Stars is a fantastic book if you haven't heard it already. Um, so to to read that in, in a manga would be really, really cool. So yeah, it's high on my list. Yeah, manga is probably like the most type of comic I read. I'm doing my second read through of One Piece. So I'm really into that you know whole art form. So I'm very excited to actually be talking and doing a deep dive on this. We don't have anything in the books like in the immediate future, but we can definitely be looking at doing a deep dive down the line. Absolutely. Yeah, we're, we we have the High Republic uh, book on the schedule, and like right after I put it on the schedule, got like the book got delayed to September. So it was gonna be the summer. Now it's gonna be a little bit later. Uh, I'm personally, I'm also, I think I'm really excited to check out. They're doing uh, an adaptation of Guardians of the Wills, the the junior oh, novel that, or whatever yeah. with uh, uh, Chirrut and Bays. And I haven't read the book, so I was like, well, this is just a great opportunity for me to, to get that story in a different form. So I'm looking forward to that myself. But yeah, we'll definitely be sure to hit that. Tyler, want to take the last question there? Yes, yes. I I I see that there was one more one more question uh, on here, uh, and I'm going to toss this over to 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 Caleb. Uh, Caleb, what uh, what will be our first roundtable that we will be di- be discussing? It will be not the one not the comment we talked about the most. That'd probably be Darth Vader, but the second most, and that's Doctor Afra, the first trade paperback. Those that's going to be issues one through six, their first standalone series. Uh, that's going to be not next episode, but the episode after that one. So that's going to put us on the twenty. Was that going to be the twenty uh, first of this month? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's going to be a, doing a deep dive. We're going to talk about the characterizations, about the artwork. So if you want to, absolutely catch up on that one. It's a fun, it's a quick read. You don't have to know 
practically anything else about Dr. Afra to get into it. So that's going to be our first uh, round table. And we're both, all of us are here really excited about it. Yeah. And one thing, a really nice perk of live streaming on YouTube, if you actually go down right now to the video description, you can click the link for Dr. Afra. It's in there. Uh, and that'll take you to the Utini book profile page. You can get a pre-order there or not pre-order. It's already out. You can go buy it on Comixology. You can, or Amazon, get the trade paperback, and uh, a little bit of that purchase will be kicked back to help fund the show. Uh, so, or it also, I believe, uh, the if you're on the timeline, it has direct links to the Marvel Unlimited for the issues. So, yeah, it's very easy. You can go right down in the description and get your own copy. So you can go ahead and read it and talk about it with us in two weeks from now. I, I can speak for all four of us. I'm pretty confidently and say that we all love Doctor Afra. Uh, and, and we're going to be talking about her a lot on this show. Um, we might talk about her a little bit next week. We might talk about her a little bit at the week after that. There's going to be a lot of Afro talk uh, uh, about, uh, you know, on this show. And, and I really cannot wait to get to kind of get into that. Um, so earlier in the show, before, before we, we get to the full outro, we did mention that we were going to give away a digital code. Uh, and Amy, uh, because of your amazing questions and, and that, that you asked in the chat, uh, you have won our free code. Uh, so please make sure that you get in touch with uh, either myself or um, Jacob in, in the Discord, and we will make sure that we get uh, you, you a, a digital code that you can redeem on Marvel Unlimited. Um, and guys, uh, I, I think uh, I think that's going to do it. I think we 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 all survived uh, our our first episode. Um, so I want to yeah, everybody everybody can breathe a little sigh, sigh of relief now that we we finally made through it. Um, so that's it for the first ever episode of the Comic Force. Don't forget to subscribe to the show wherever you get your podcast. Once we get it there, and make sure that if you aren't already subscribed to the YouTube channel, the Utini YouTube channel, uh, please make sure you do that while you're here, uh, and also turn on notifications so that way you can know whenever we or any of the other shows on the Utini Podcast Network are, are going live. Um, we uh, we appreciate uh, everybody being here tonight. Uh, we encourage you guys to join our Utini Discord community by going to utini.com/discord. Uh, if you'd like to help support the show and support Utini in general, uh, you can head over to patreon.com slash Utini and start receiving exclusive perks starting at just $5 a month. Uh, we'd like to all thank our patrons for making the show possible. Um, we'll be doing a special aftermath over in the Discord for everyone in the Inquisitorious level and up right after the show. So if you are of that level, make sure you head over there as soon as we get done here. Uh, and if you're not there, head over to our Patreon and make sure you, you check all that out. So for next the next time we do aftermath, you, you can be a part of it. Um, a special thank you to Cheryl Bell, Patrick Ortiz, and Carl Sanders on our Jedi High Council, and uh, Kyle Hickman, Elizabeth Cloutier, Jason Mitchell, Freddie and Sally and Chris Eilerson uh, on our Alliance High Command for their amazing support. You can tweet at the show at Cosmic Force Show or at each of us individually on Twitter. I'm at Ty Rags. Uh, Emma is at Irma, Jade, uh, Irma Jedi 26. Caleb is at Caleb Laminick. And Jacob is at Jacob Bosch uh, on Twitter. Um, thanks again to Emma, to Caleb, to Jacob for hosting with me tonight. Uh, thank you for all of you guys for joining us uh, You know for the, this special event. Uh, we can't wait to come uh, and do this again next week. Uh, and until then, we uh, may the Force be with you. Thank you.